Happy 100th podcast, everybody. This is Brody Foster Hubbard of Shaky Town Radio. On behalf of Gene, George, and myself, we want to thank everyone who has supported us by listening to the 99 podcasts that came before this one. We're especially appreciative of those who've donated money, and if we had a dollar or two from every person listening for every hour or so of content we provide, the show would pay for itself. As it stands now, we handle our expenses out of pocket. So if you enjoy what you hear, please go to shakytownradio.com slash donate, use the PayPal button, and give whatever you deem appropriate. Today's guest, MJ Offen from Maker Studios and Anna Monster, uh, who was at the creation of Shaky Town Radio a couple years ago. Uh, she's been on our show before in one of the early episodes. Now, back then, uh, there was a half hour that went missing from that episode. So can you guess uh, if something happens this time she's on? I'll talk to you more about that in 26 minutes. Until then... The Shaky Town Radio Hour is on the air. I'm Gene George. I'm Brody Foster Hubbard. Guess what, Gene? What's that, Brody? It's our 100th podcast. No, it is so not our 100th podcast. It is. I, I do not believe you. If you go to, I, I think you need to justify that okay, statement if you with go some fact. If you go to iTunes, or if you go to the RSS feed, mm-hmm. if you oh, I love that ship. Yes. Didn't that? Didn't they have an outbreak of some sort of uh, intestinal virus on that ship? I think. I think there was cannibalism there. When it crashed. Where you should not eat. Should not shit where you eat or or who you eat. Wait, exactly. What? I have no idea what I was even saying. It should not shit who you eat. Exactly. Nice. If you count the amount of minisodes and teasers and full-length interviews and uh, sessions where it was just you and me both Jam sessions. Our yeah. jam sessions. Our yes. long-form improv jazz jam sessions. <laughs> right. If you count all those together, there is a hundred podcasts. If you define podcast as a thing that comes out on a... Or at the very least, congratulations on your hundredth forcing your thoughts and opinions into the... Oh, it's more than a (laughs) hundred. Dude, you know how many tweets I have? No, that's... No, we we crossed a hundred in 2008. I think I've got... I think I'm up to about... 7,000 tweets. I'm serious. I think I'm at 7,000. I'm just not going to say how many I have. And that's that's this this week. And you can read those tweets at MJ Offen because our guest today is MJ Offen. Right. Hello. Who who is here? Hi. This this child was begat upon MJ Offen's womb. That doesn't sound right at all. What? That doesn't... What was... I didn't begat anything. Well, we all talked about doing this, doing a, a project together. Oh, yeah. MJ was definitely at the... Oh, that. Yeah. The insemination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I like money. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, snap. We make no money. Oh, no, snap on no, us. No, we, we, we really don't. <laughs> we spend money. I think I lost $40 this weekend. <laughs> what do you mean lost? Like lost. Like I had $40 in my pocket and I can't find it. Mm-hmm. How shitty is that? And I didn't even drink. That's a drinking thing. You're bananas. That's crazy. I know. I'm, I've been dating this guy recently who... Um, he doesn't believe in a bank and having a bank account. Does he have a? Does so have it's just a like a pillowcase full of money. No, or he has a safe, but it's like retarded oh. stacks of money. Yeah. That All I keep. Singles. And yeah, that I keep. Well, you know, but it works for me because every time I sleep over, you can. I can lift like. Do you, do you crack, have to crack the safe, or do you know the combo? Well, no, he also has just like stacks of it around. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> but he's, I don't know. It's like when you get junk I think, mail. Just we'll have. We'll put, that, we'll put his address out on the <laughs> side right. of folks. It's money. I just keep tripping over it. Yeah. Nobody reads the, anything under a five anyway. Yeah, he has one of those sparklets bottles. That, uh-huh. You know, most people fill them with coins. There's like shitloads of $100 bills are and you things dating, like that. Are you dating Scrooge McDuck? 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> he has this giant treasure vault that he takes back. Yeah. To, and he's also we get, a together, we get together hat. and we dive into a huge pile of pennies. How many spats, pairs of spats, does he own? <laughs> right, right. I don't think he would know what that is. <laughs> oh. You know what, though? If he doesn't know what spats are, then he's definitely nouveau riche. Yeah, extremely nouveau. Yeah. And sans the riche, perhaps. Uh, so, was he, uh, is he a hundred air? <laughs> yes, I think at least. Yeah, maybe a hundred Maybe a thousand air. Right. Do you think there's ever been a rapper who's like, I've got more bills than a family of ducks? No, I don't think that ever has been. No. And I don't think it will ever. Yeah, I, I'm willing to put my entire Scrooge McDuck fortune. Let me start working on some beats. <sighs> they better be pretty fat beats, yeah. is all I'm saying. Fat and I mean, beats. by fat beets, I mean large sugar beets of a new variety that will make you thousands and thousands of dollars, at least in pageants. Right. Are we talking about beaks or beets? Beaks. Fat beaks. And beets was a guest on our show. Oh my God, really? Already coming apart. Today. See, this is why I don't bother taking my Ritalin before I come here. <laughs> because there's no point. No, no, no. Never. Uh, but, you know, duck rap actually does really well in certain circles like uh my demos no, i'm serious my company one of our one of our um artists like has a little has a little piece on youtube called the duck song mm -hmm. that he made a long time ago uh oh. he's, his name is forrest whaley and he's actually quite a prodigy but forrest whitaker what forrest whaley oh. yeah i've heard that name before he's only 17 he's about to turn 18 and he's really really brilliant he does these stop motion lego videos that Maybe are that's I've seen they're no joke uh, but uh, his duck really, song. Really, they're like all dramas. Yeah, they are. They're it's tragic. Like Philadelphia. Yeah, a lot of he did. He did. <laughs> Look, the little well, Tom Hanks has AIDS. My favorite is the Lego Deliverance that he did. Yeah. But, <laughs> Wait, that's uh, that's not a comedy. <laughs> Lego Platoon. I just want to see like remember the in the <laughs> that would work. That would totally I know, work. and someone's going to do it from this conversation. It but was like, then I knew I was born of two fathers. That red brick with four things on the top, and the little round thing that has a face on it. What the fuck did he just say? <laughs> that's the line from Platoon. It was then I knew I was born of two fathers, Elias and Bart. Okay, but but I always remember it as MST3K. It was then I knew I was born of two fathers, Elias and Mega Weapon. <laughs> okay, that sounds like layers and layers of geek. Yeah, it's just that... me. No, I'm... All I was trying to say is, remember in Tropic Thunder when the, like, when uh, the hands get blown off? Like when Stiller's hands get blown off and it's all raw? Well, anyway, it would be funny if to do a little Platoon scene, if the Legos, you know, you've severed them in the middle. Yeah. And... Cord nail polish well, or something. The minifig's hands actually do come off. You could, you could yeah. easily. And also, it's incredible what you can do with a blowtorch. But anyway, so the kid, back to the duck back thing. Back to your dating. No, not, not back to that. Back to the duck thing. Uh, it was just, it's interesting. He made this little thing called the duck song, and I think it's got over 45 million views. Oh, wow. I don't think that's that many, that, there's that many people with internets. Well, you know, I don't, yes, there are. Just, <laughs> just not in China. I yeah. Have you got um, a connection on this in here? I do, but I can't mess with it while, uh, while we're doing it. You, okay. you would need to I, give it. I didn't spring for the uh, 3G on my iPad because it seemed like the phone was enough. This yeah. is not an internet appliance. Mm -mm. So anyway, duck what? songs are hot. That's what I'm saying. Well, Rick D's found that uh, the uh, the disco duck song. Please don't play. What? No, I'm not going to play. Wait, Rick uh, D's. Is it this from 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 that point I'm sure. on? Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ricky is. Is he still with us? I saw a billboard of him yes, recently. He's back. He's you, back. You yeah. know that you've had too much cosmetic surgery when even on a billboard that's airbrushed, yeah. it looks like you're fucked up yeah, yeah, and yeah. your face is being, yeah. you know, that you're maybe being held up 
like a kitten by a raptor. Like you're being your scruff. That's yeah. what he looks like. I call, it's that, like, I call that West Side Fix. West Side It's definitely West Side Fix. Do you agree though that it's like it looks like you're being held by the scruff sort of? Well, you are. Yeah. You are essentially being held by the scruff. They they take the skin and they they fold it back. And yeah, they, but they don't. Do they have a coot like a giant yes, mountain lion yes, come in yes, and bite you and hang you? No, off? you know what it is. It's one of those claw machines like you put. Oh, like, like skill it, crane. Yeah, yeah. So you want a really like a good pizza. So you want a really good surgeon to make you sure do. that they can. <laughs> you do. Otherwise, the surgery can take days. The best surgeons their 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 families had one in their in their record. Mm, so they could yeah. practice as a child. But did you have to put coins in them? Of course. Yeah. Well, unless your dad, you had like slugs. Slugs? Basement mm-hmm. slugs? Mm-hmm. Dad, you had everything. No, I didn't have. <laughs> me? I didn't even have a basement. I had no basement. Are there basements in California? Some, very few. They all mostly, have, mostly and they're full of treasure, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can swim around in them. Well, great! <laughs> if I. <laughs> I wonder where people where the f- okay, so this is our hundredth episode. Is I, I guess the upshot of this whole thing, right? It's one hundred. Are you sure? It's yeah. our one hundredth podcast. Uh, if yeah. a podcast is a thing that like goes on on the internet, yeah. Then it's I just, I just, I, I just was trying to get us back to a place where I have some idea where we are. <laughs> hey, um, I have some questions for you. Oh, yeah. shoot, that's what we're here for. So, if it's your hundred podcast, tell me. Uh, what you guys like? How does how's this been for you guys since you started? What did you want to accomplish? I'm serious. Yeah, what yeah, you, no, I, I, I what did you accomplish and like what did you set out to accomplish and well, change the world and obviously, it's right? No, I'm asking. Dictators. I'm asking this for posterity. I wanted just to. I mean, work with Gene was the first kind of thing behind it because I got to like Gene and his sense of humor and stuff. I'm like, let's do a, a thing together. So that was a, his first mistake. So so <laughs> so it was a bromance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in turn, you know, thought that I could kind of take my history of interviewing people. I, I'd done some comedian interviews and also as a journalist and some other interviews. And so I was like, well, we can definitely do that on a podcast. And that's a cool chance to meet people also being frustrated with some podcasts that were already out there and thinking, well, I could do better as far as get more insight. And and did you do better? I think so, in some cases. I, I don't know that every interview turned out like I wanted it, but there is a lot where... Well, it is difficult. And he's talking about this one specifically. <laughs> right. It, it is difficult to get people to say exactly what you want them to say right. rather, than, <laughs> rather than their own thoughts and opinions. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I run into that problem... In dating, especially. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I would look at, like, our Kevin Pollack interview, where he shared a lot of great stories, and and and, and actually ones that hadn't been shared elsewhere. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a big goal. I, I, I know you and I specifically talked about that as far as a thing in podcasts. Like, yeah. It'd be nice to hear, like, something original, you know? And, <laughs> and not, like... Wouldn't it? <laughs> so, um... In that sense, I think we've accomplished a lot as far as a lot of great guests and a lot of insight and, and original stories and like funny, spontaneous conversations as well. Um, I think I've got to expose an audience to a lot of good music. And also expose an audience to his penis. No, so, you're thinking Harris Whittles. Well, mm-hmm. no, you're, I mean, Brody, your penis is on the table right now. <laughs> Which is that, impressive because you're pretty much across the room. That counts, but you know, if you want, do that trick where you can whistle. Like we'll put the mic up close. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's not a whistle so much as it's a little penis fart. 
Oh, right. Like your your peeth, your little queef. <laughs> and ping pongs come out. Ping pong balls. No, t- no ping pong t- tables. Oh, right. Come on, don't exaggerate. Wow. Don't exaggerate. It's Tic Tacs. Oh, that'd be horrible, wouldn't it? I like orange Tic Tacs. Not in the, not in the head of my Brody, penis. excuse yourself. Excuse yourself when you peef. Peef. Oh. That's disgusting. That is horrible. So, all okay, right. So, 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 so I assume a hundredth. You're so you're done. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. We're done. All right. Bye, so. everybody. Thanks. <laughs> no, I think I, I I would echo Brody's sentiment. Okay, good. So Brody, uh... <laughs> my place. <laughs> but there, you know, there's also been some downsides. It's it's hard. It's right. it's when you're juggling. Two lives, and, well, three lives because you're guests. Um, but they don't count. And schedule. I don't. I don't look at our. I, I'm kind of like. I'm kind of like uh, like Jamie Gum, aka Buffalo Bill. I don't look at our guests as people. Well, and I certainly don't have what I would call a life. So. <laughs> nice. You were saying. And also. Touche. Because it's a very DIY thing. I just not. You have a DIY. It's a, <laughs> is that why you do it from your house? Right, because I can't drive. I can't leave. <laughs> Because of my DIYs, um, but <laughs> you know it's equipment malfunctions, and you know there's not money All for a time. big nice studio. It doesn't always. This is lovely. Thank you. This, I mean, this came after a lot of work and, and figuring out. Hey, we could do this with the room. Um, we could do this in a room rather than the co- back of a car. Right, 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 right in an alley. Um, I was really hoping. We got to. We got to get. By the way, we have to get out of this alley because they're going to be shooting that's, some dice that's, in this alley. That's why Roe versus Wade was passed, to, so we wouldn't have any back more alley. back alley podcasts. Right. Is that another yeah. duck joke? <laughs> oh no, Roe! It's about fish eggs. Oh, I thought. I don't know the what Wade the big deal about aborting fish eggs is. I aborted a ton of fish eggs this week myself. Really? Did you go yeah. to sushi? <laughs> yes, I did. So you were saying about like that so? Was saying. What about your what about your uh, anticip- like your goals? Oh, I, I think Brody covered it. I mean, this we, there's a synergy here. We we talked a lot about what we wanted the podcast to be, and I think it it pretty much at its best, it is exactly what we want. And and I think the acid test, and I've said this before on a couple of uh, when we I think when we had our uh, our first show of the new whatever we're calling season or year, um, that every show seems to be better than the last, um, which which for me is the test of whether this is right. working. Right. Is whatever that... we're doing, whatever we're doing, and and honestly, I think that the 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 core values, if there is a core shaky town values, is um, we want to talk to people in in our town here who are trying to do these things that interest us, whether it's creative stuff in comedy or music, um, writing, uh, you know, and everybody that we talk to has different experiences, and yet there's a similar. Uh, drive to do the best with what you have and you know there's so many different measures of success with that and a lot of the people that we talk to are surprisingly I won't say surprisingly because I, I know I, I, I was expecting it from, from a number of them but very well rounded and interesting in, in directions way outside of what you would expect you know if you're talking to a music well I mean you know uh, Aaron is a, is a really good example Aaron right? Williams Aaron Williams um, uh, uh, the chocolates reminded me of that too. Yeah. Um, uh, we had chocolates. We had, yeah, we had truffles. Before yeah. Show. Aaron Williams, besides being a musician, um, an actress who she was in the latest Miranda July. Oh, so song. she's also a woman. And she's, Aaron. And she's a woman, yes. Nice. With uh, two N's, E R I N N. 
And she runs this business. She does raw vegan chocolates. Like she sells that. That's like yeah. probably her main income, yeah. I believe she told us. Yeah. So like she's juggling all these things and, and having fun and making a living doing yeah. things she loves. So that's yeah, awesome. and that that however character. however silly they may be. I'm so I'm sorry, Aaron. I'm just making fun of your veganism. Uh, <laughs> um but that which but, I actually respect. I'm just too lazy to pursue. Gene. You don't have to look at that. If I can do it, anybody can do it. I, no, Basically. I just... You're vegan? Yeah. You didn't know that? Six so years now. After this whole... You kind of look like a vegan. <laughs> he looks like one. He really looks like one. I didn't look like one before I was no. one. And then I... Yeah. I thought you just hennaed your beard. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's... No, that's that's actually like tomato moss. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the tomato moss is a thing. Tomato moss! That means last... More, more tomato. One more tomato. Uh, so yeah, but but that's what a, the, the, there's there's all the people we talk to who are creative have all these multiple levels to what they're doing, and yeah. I, I always find that fascinating. And we often end up talking about things that are completely unrelated to something that you would you would expect to talk to a musician about. That was the thing I was hoping you would do the yeah. most in the beginning. Yeah, and I, th- I think we've accomplished that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we do want to talk about comedy with comedians, and we want to talk about movies with actors and we want to talk about you know writing with writers but it's also a conversation have a good conversation with whomever we're talking to and i think if that's the goal then we've you know very much missed widely widely missed it absolutely is the worst thing i've ever done with my life so in conclusion that's i've completely reversed my decision excellent i'm going to retroactively cut myself out of these podcasts okay so (laughs) you guys have failed and regret everything you've done Mm -hmm. So I think it's time for the apologies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to apologize for it. I apologize on a weekly basis. <laughs> <laughs> I, Brody is rather apologetic about going. Yeah, I am unabashedly unapologetic. I get like I'm really nervous even just about criticizing anybody on here. Uh, like we had a, a mini-sode last week that that son of a bitch Dane Cook <laughs> that the file for the mini-sode. Um, I, I think he's probably an okay dude. The file for the mini <laughs> got lost in the iPad somewhere, mm-hmm. and I can see. It. I was kind of relieved because, like, I we talked about a recent comedy controversy, a kerfuffle, and was it the thing where? Never mind. <laughs> we can talk about it here because nobody's heard it yet. But I was like, well, I you know, I think I was fair. I don't think I could, you know what you know. It just whisper to me what it was about. It was like, no, it was it was the bad bad, bad great Pat Oswald thing. That's what I thought you were going to say. That's what I said. So it's the thing with Barbara Gray. The thing right. about like that girl Barbara Gray, who like right. she went and she saw Pat Oswalt, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of a dick. Yeah, and she wrote about it. No, him. not kind of a dick. He was a dick. He self. He admitted himself he was a dick. He Wait, was a huge so dick to this shit. Sh- sh- don't. Right. You want to talk about it? Because I think that I'm going to talk about it. We talked about it before. Yeah, can you please? I was you, going to put. Can it you on, use your inside fucking voice? I'm. Gonna, I'm not sato watching this. I'm okay. All right. So what we're talking. Well, we've had our little aside, and apparently someone did something mildly. You know what? I really hardly care at all. I really, in fact, I don't. See, this is my <laughs> this is my point. This is my point entirely. But I will say that my opinion is that she uh, was dumb if she didn't realize that it was going to be mostly uh, perceived as a attention getting move for herself. Which I I know the girl in passing, and uh, she's I know very her she's a, and well. she's nice, you know. So I'm sure that wasn't no, her intention. It wasn't. But she should have known better. Yeah. I well. Let's let's because let's recap that conversation. And by the way, did Patton Oswalt ever find out or give a fuck? How he he's way above this circle. Why would he care? 
You know what's well. Um, it has. I, it has more to do with it has more to do with the perception of what happened on both sides of this than it does anything else in here, and that's that was my point in the original mm -hmm. discussion that was now lost to the to time and memorial. Um, okay, so the, my question is, what's interesting about the whole goddamn scenario? To me, yeah, um, the fact that, well, let me say mine. Go, go really you, quick. Go and do people you, know what we're talking about? Yeah, they absolutely do. Okay, if they're listening to this podcast, if they if they don't, then enough. they can then they can use the internet. If they're tuned in enough to know about this podcast, they're also tuned into that. Yeah, one. a young comic sure. made a comment about being disappointed about Pat Oswalt being a dick to the audience. Right. That's it. Right. On, you know, in her blog. And here was my feeling. Barbara the, Gray. Yes. The it was interesting to me because internet discourse is always interesting to me. Mm -hmm. And so the varied reactions and people misreading each other and me wishing I could just step in and go, no, no, no. He means this. She means that. You mean this. This is what they're trying to say. We're done. Mm -hmm. So that was what it was interesting to me. But as far as me taking any sides, I don't know Patton personally as a good friend, but I have known him in the past, and we have been friendly, and, like, early on in my interest and in being plugged into anything, and before he was a big sensation that he is now, and he was always super cool, and he is partially he was, responsible for good things that happened in my career. I mean... And so I've... He I'm, was courteous and... Wait, let me finish. I, I'm biased, but even if... So I... Yeah, I but this is the thing. This is why the whole thing is so stupid, yeah. is because... Everybody has shitty days. Everybody sure, has days exactly. that they've had enough. Like that whole thing. Remember when Christian Bale got but, but, but all... I yeah. But Let I me finish the, the last thing. Besides that bias that I disclosed, even without that, as a musician, I have seen much worse go down at shows. And I think that even Kenny Moore, who hit the guy in the head with the, the heckler with the guitar, was justified. Like, that's nothing. All right. So now uh, Brody has now disqualified his opinion from being relevant so, for being <laughs> so a psychopath. So, so here's, so, but, but here's my point. The internet discourse part of this thing is fucking useless. That 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 I think most of the dis this is essentially a, a problem of perception between Barbara Gray and Patton Oswalt. Sure. You know, Patton did what he did on stage for a very specific reason that he explained in his blog post. So he addressed this thing. Absolutely, he did. After. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. Check it out. It, it, and, and to me, it's it's Barbara saw one thing and it horrified her, and she had to say something about it. And that to me is fine. She's a comic, and it's about, you know, the comedy that I like is about getting up on stage and saying, telling your point of view. Right or well, wrong. Her, her reportage really should not have anything to do with her being a comedian. If, if, but if, I'm if, saying, that's, yeah, but I'm if saying, that's accurate, I'm saying if, but, it's, just a, it's just a person reporting But it wasn't couched in terms of, hey, I was, this happened. It wasn't journalism. It was editorializing, um, and, which is fine because comedy is, is way more editorial than it is journalistic. I mean, maybe Mort Saul, but even that's editorializing. But anyway, uh, what? <laughs> what I'm just saying is, is, is that's like closest to journalism. Whatever, man. All I know is I get my news from the Daily Show. Um, but yeah. So, so to me, it, it, I came into it a little bit late because I was sick and not paying attention to what was going on. And when I came into it, the part that I hated had already happened, which is people like you're just trying to get famous. And fuck you, because you're a chick, and Pat Oswalt's awesome. And yeah, some of that was some of that was a, gross to me. There's an well. absolute ton of that shit because there's always a ton of that shit when you're dealing with someone who's as high profile as Pat, and, or know, a woman who, is involved in, on the involved. internet. Then sexism comes down from dudes. So, but but, but it really came down to she was aghast at one of her heroes acting this way. He had admitted that he'd overstepped what he'd done, but he had a good. He had a, a well-reasoned explanation for it. You know what? Fucking 
chill the fuck out. You know, being, <laughs> right. being a comedian is like, you know, you're operating with loaded weapons. If you're at the level of professionalism that anybody is as hardcore as him is, you're you're on a hair trigger. You have to be prepared for hecklers, and I'm not surprised that sometimes. Well, it wasn't heckling. Though. Sometimes it, there's it, little. The I'm just saying that sometimes yeah. the car is going to backfire. That's all. Like, it isn't, but it wasn't heckling, and that was the point. The point was even the, the point was the chick was taping his bit. He said, "Don't do it." She said, "Okay, I won't." But what she what and that's what this is what Barbara saw. Woman filming his bit. Yeah. Stop doing that. Okay, I will. Fuck you. You know, you know, blah, 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 blah. And he went off on her. Yeah. They got up and left. Which I think is already justified. Wait, fine. I'm just saying. She saw that and went, holy crap. Um, you know, he walked like an entire table of people. And he was my hero. And he was really harsh. And she had said she wouldn't record it. And yeah. he ruined the atmosphere for all the rest of us comics. Yeah, night. yeah, whatever. Which you is, know what? Which is, it, made her, it made her feel awkward. I, well, then she's fucked because I, I, that that may very well be the if she's case. that delicate, thin skinned, exactly. But that's not the point. Yeah, my point here is that was her experience, and then she went home and blogged about it. Yeah, the internet is about blogging about your experiences, however banal or wrong I might think they are, and I'm not saying hers is. That's what the internet's about. So. She was aghast by this and made, made it awkward for her. And she talked about that. There's absolutely every right in the world to do so. Sure. She got a ton of shit on the internet for doing that for various reasons. Right. Which, which is not right. What? No, it's not right for Yo, people. Yo, what? It, it's not right for people to give you shit. A, a, oi. a priori. No, but I call bullshit. Gene, you mess with the bull, you get the horns. What do you mean? You're going to put your opinion out in public, but in public I'm saying, forum. Be but prepared I'm saying, to be so, called a cunt. So I'm, but, but I'm saying I don't think that's right necessarily. Calling someone a cunt, making ad hominem attacks about someone is never right. It's never good. It's never what, good. What debate. the hell does right and wrong have to do with anything? I'm just saying. I'm, well, I'm saying I don't like it. In my opinion on the internet is I do not like people's opinions on the internet because oftentimes they are <laughs> shitty. They're shittily or unreasoned opinions. Okay. So right, I, I like I'm, to think that most of my opinions. I on got the nothing now. Are are. I like to think that most of my opinions on the internet are at least well reasoned, if not okay. Sometimes they're shit. But have you met the general populace? You could hear the static sneaking in there at the end, and yes, we had another problem with the microphone. Hopefully, you got the gist of our opinions about that situation from the little you heard here. Um, we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, you'll hear where the conversation picked up, and when we had uh, wrapped up. We had teased a Driving Miss Daisy story. You'll get to hear that now after the break. You can find us on the internet at shakytownradio.com. You can Twitter us at at shakytownradio. You can like us on Facebook at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash shakytownradio. Send us an email at shakytownradio at gmail.com or call us on the Shakytown Radio hotline at 626-66-SHAKE. That's 667-4253. That's the same number. We now return to Shakytown Radio Hour, part two. When we last the left, revenge. revenge. When we last left MJ and Jean, we were going to talk about today's driving the Daisy situation. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, so just uh, things are just kind of, uh, uh, as you may be well aware, Brody. <laughs> oh, I am. Um, where there was some miscommunication about our guests this morning, um, we were trying to book some folks. Uh, as, as as you regular listeners of the show may be aware, I'm awaiting the birth of my uh, son in uh, sometime in the next couple weeks. Um, hey. Hey. 
Um, I see you strong. That's what he's going to say. Is that right what he's going to say? <laughs> Boy, I hope not. Um, <laughs> but uh, we're trying to line up as you know many guests as we can to get the can. So you guys can have quality Shaking Town Radio regardless of my disposition as a father. I was just in the can. How was that? <laughs> it was hard to get out of the, the can. can. <laughs> the... Do you have MJ often in a can? Better let her out. You did just now. Is MJ Alfin's refrigerator running? Better go catch it. <laughs> My refrigerator's not running, actually. Oh, well, especially a good reason I don't to catch to it. Laugh, but it sounds like we're all having chaos. Uh, but yeah, so so we're trying to you know get stuff together. So we were a little late, slow on the draw with the with the show this morning. And as I was uh, carpooling over with uh, MJ, uh, my by choice, I have a car. Yeah, have a hot little car. Well, we just show for all our guests. Yeah, it's, <laughs> guests of the Shaky Town Radio RSA and <laughs> their various homes and other places of residence. <laughs> um, the uh, my mom calls to tell me that in a panic, uh, she told me that her truck has stalled on the street and that she had to run home to get to the phone, and that it's in the middle of the street. Her truck, which doesn't have tags because it hasn't passed smog because it's got problems. So I'm already late for this show. My mom is stranded in the middle of the street, worried that the cops are going to swarm. The cops who are strike teams are out looking for cars with expired tags because there's no other crime in Los Angeles. There's your shield spinoff. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, so, I liked it when your mom told me that she was 95. Right. And you're like, you are not 95. <laughs> I think I recorded you saying that. I actually. hope so. <laughs> anyway, so so we had to, to go and instead of coming straight to here to record, we had to go and help my mom with the truck. And as it turns out, probably nothing wrong with it. More, than, more so than it already is. Yeah. Well, it was turned off. Yes, it was. The motor was not running, and hence it was. First off, first off, not in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was in, in in front of someone's driveway, mm-hmm. which is egregious if you need to use the driveway. However, it is not gridlocking up Burbank streets on a busy Saturday. Right. What I don't understand is why she left the ice cream in the car when she walked home. Did she? Yeah. That's, that's a sin. I know. Um. I, yeah, I don't know. Because she said it was it's parked nine or ten blocks away on a street that's like six tiny residential, guys, residential blocks. You guys don't really edit, right? So I shouldn't test things that are... No, go for it. I, what, mean, did you, did you, I think I might have gotten you saying... Uh, it would be... Well, you know... It, is that an audio file or is that the video? The video file. Stay here, give me your keys. <laughs> Push a thing down from the first, the fuel thing, push it in. For I know how to do it. It was my car for 10 years. <laughs> oh, oh, God. <laughs> oh, you're, you're gone already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for those of you who may not have been able to hear that, it was my mom telling me how to use the fuel switches on the for the dual fuel tanks on the truck. <laughs> and me saying, I know how to use it. It was my car for 10 years. <laughs> Yeah, what I hoped I had caught, and I guess I didn't, was the part where, Mom, you are not 95. <laughs> I, I had I, to walk home, all the way home. I'm like 95 years old. <laughs> You're not 95. <laughs> I mean, I've never heard a person exaggerate adding 15 years to their... Yeah, they take it off. Yeah. Ugh. She's like, I'm already dead, and I had to walk... Infuriating. 
Anyway, so that was my morning. And then she told me she pushed a car. Uh, I was like, I was like, worst case scenario, Jean and I can push the car all the way to your house. Right. No, Jean, Jean can push. Jean can do what Jean did, which is put it in neutral, push it out of the driveway, get it out of the way, because I would call AAA and have it towed. Well, anyway, I was just gonna say, like, so I said we could push it to the house, and she goes. I once pushed a car all the way clear across the country. <laughs> she said that. I was like, you're amazing. <laughs> and by car, she meant covered wagon. Right. No, she said she actually, the first she's, right. so my experience of your mom is her saying she's 95 yep. and that she pushed a car across she the country. Not. She is not. She's your mom a is a super being. Seven? They could make like a television show about her and her adventures though. Both the true ones I, and the know, ones that I, she's... No, they're all, uh, they're all true. No, I, I think that story is she she put, she put had a car that broke down constantly and, and they had to push it regularly, not across the country. Not like this was the primary the primary mode of transport. No, I was seeing her in a jogging suit, yes. like on a marathon of pushing a Buick. No, no, not like in the Guinness Book of World to Records. To Delaware. Like woman pushes car across country. <laughs> the first date. Oh my God, I didn't know. Yeah. To Hawaii and Alaska. The last states. Did you guys talk about that crazy thing with the ship that went over this week? Was the RSS that... feed? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What crazy we, ship? We alluded did, the ship, to it. did a ship capsize? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, a cruise ship. Yep. Because yes. the captain who... Fucked up the stabilizers? Because those things are hard to capsize. The captain who... There's speculation that he was intoxicated, but I don't think we know that yet. But I do, I do know that the motive of going off course was because his cook... His good friend and head cook wanted to wave to his girl, who mm-hmm. so the girl went on a bridge and waited to wave to her honey, and he hit a reef, and fifty people died. Wow! <laughs> and Awful. but the craziest thing was about it might have been twenty people, but the fa- the craziest thing was that you exaggerated. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. I don't know which one it was. I just no, I just really don't know. Hopefully fifty, because it's a better story then. <laughs> anyway, like. He the thing that's really well, twenty crazy. is a score. You could say a score of people, <laughs> a but score fifty of would be scores of people. Yeah, mm, you're right. Well, 50's better. Yeah, but the crazy thing that he did though is that he was on like one of the first lifeboats on Mescaline? out of there, yeah. leaving many, many, many more than like a number over fifty people on deck in life jackets with no lifeboats, and the captain has abandoned ship, and apparently there's. Um, Video of him going. Fuck there's, you, suckers! there's recording. There's recordings uh, in Italian, I believe. Well, uh, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Time out. Not to be stereotypical here. Right. No. 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 But there's a, there's recordings <laughs> of the Coast Guard apparently yelling like, "You turn around and you get back on that boat right now!" Like, amazing. And, it, he, and he was like, apparently, apparently, he literally said, "But it's dark." <laughs> Like, worst captain ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? That's just the worst thing ever. It's a dark. Hey, but I gotta get back out of my boat. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm comfortable. Hey, it's, just, uh... it's me, Mario. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm already sitting down. <laughs> oh, that's the matter for you, huh? The water is cool. Why. That explains why they went to look at the, uh, to the girlfriend. <laughs> no, we gotta go by the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, oh my god, this just got horribly, horribly stereotypical. Um... It was it an Italian ship? Uh, I believe is that correct, Brody? I, think so. I know it's definitely an Italian captain. I believe it might have also been an Italian cruise ship. 
And there was somebody, oh, Jesse Ferguson of, um, Jesse Tyler Ferguson of Modern Family. His uh, aunt and uncle were on that ship. They survived. They made it. But um, during the Golden Globes, I guess, he was, like, alternating between waiting to be called up for the award and Holy also checking shit. in with the aunt and uncle, make sure they were off the boat and stuff. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and he won, too, right? Yeah, they won. That's nice. I'm looking it up. That's an all-around good day for him. Yeah. That everything went the way he wanted. Yeah. And I ran into him at Mohawk Bend. What's that? Mohawk Bend is an awesome, and they're not a sponsor, so all, even though it sounds like a commercial, they're an awesome uh, new like bar and restaurant thing uh, in Echo Park. And um, it's owned by the same guy who owns Tony's Darts Away in Burbank. But this is the, the east side kind of thing. It's really just a nice place, good food, a lot of vegan options, which is always good. When I ran out of gas on the uh, in the middle of the Sunset Strip two days ago, yeah. uh, in the middle of rush hour, a gentleman uh, helped me push my car out of traffic after like m- the first hundred people honked. It's LA. And what do you condemned me? Here? Yeah, and like yet looked at me yelling while I went. You know, I'm I was napping. What <laughs> do you mind? Well, this isn't a parking spot. Yeah. <laughs> You please. I'm watching Netflix. Can you please shut up? <laughs> uh, your honking is disturbing my rest. So yeah, this guy helped me push my car over, and he is in the middle of uh, remodeling his bar, and we should go see it. Some be there sometime. But I thought because he was so kind to actually help me, uh, and we were talking about something similar. It's called Libertine, and it's being remodeled cool. completely right now, and That's it's awesome. on the Sunset Strip. Twelve, 12 people known dead, twenty still unaccounted. Oh, good. Only twelve dead compared no, to well, well, twelve dead, twenty. So a, it was ninety-five um, actually. Um, um, <laughs> what? A, uh, a, a not ninety-five. A, a maximum of, of of thirty-two people maybe dead. Twenty are still unaccounted for, as they often are in the in the fickle fickle. When ocean. they're in fish bellies. <laughs> That's right. In the fickle fickle Neptune's tomb. <laughs> Neptune. Did you uh, check what the captain's status is? is I, he... I, I haven't gotten that far yet. Right. Just imagine him with like oars. He probably. Cattle. I just think you know I what? just can't imagine. I can't imagine better, better, and more well-equipped and trained folks than Italy's civil protection agency to do the work of trying to recover bodies. You know, based on what happened with that whole fucking ridiculous Meredith Kircher murder thing with like. Um, uh, oh, right. Amanda Knox mm-hmm. being accused, etc. They're going to probably figure out that this was a sex crime. Yeah. And the captain was... It's always a sex crime in Italy. <laughs> it is. There was a massive ship-wide orgy, and they all were humping toward the one side and tipped the boat over. Yeah, they're gonna. it's a sex crime, basically. Yeah. I'm Someone sure. fucked a hole through the side of <laughs> the boat. It's a new way of christening it. <laughs> it's reverse christening. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, so it's a subsidiary of Carnival. Yeah, they, yeah, know that. yeah. They know how to party. Carnival. It's always a party on a carnival cruise ship. Yeah. I assume uh, that everyone that works on a carnival cruise ship is dressed as a clown. Yes. Right. And they use stilts, right? That's so why. That's if, why the if last you wanna, time your champagne is brought to you while you're laying on the deck by a clown <laughs> in stilts, but it's a midget in stilts. That's why I always. Stilts, go, so. That's why I always. That's why I always cruise on a royal Norwegian cruise lines because everyone has to speak like this. Everyone talks like this. It's time for the the midnight lutefisk buffet. <laughs> I've never been on a cruise, but I'm going on one actually. I'm Are scheduled you? to go in August. Where? When? Yeah, to Alaska. 
Those so are really good. If any eligible bachelors out there uh, are looking for a girlfriend who can take them to Alaska for an incredible cruise next August, uh, contact Shady Town Radio. Please don't do that. Please do. Anyway, like, it's going to be amazing. We're going to. 100 for you, Pip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, otherwise, I'm going to start dating a narwhal, which actually probably be great. Cruise. Uh... I've only been on one and it was okay. The ship parts were okay, but I would not, it was a Mexico cruise thing. I would not do that again because it's like awful. You know, it's, we're you going, feel like the worst, shittiest American. We're going polar, we're going polar bear hunting. Basically. Like actually, as long as you eat what you kill, it's fine. No, I'm going to wear what I kill. Well, that too. Right. Use all parts of the polar bear. Right. No, I'm going to go and hug like, every, like, <laughs> I'm going to individually hug every polar bear. <laughs> I think you should. That's a great idea. <laughs> they love that. That's why it's called Bear Hug. Mm -hmm. That's right, because right. they love it. That's why those donuts are called Bear Claws, because they're <laughs> sharp and can disembowel you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. My uh, No, my dad retired this mm -hmm. year, and a gift from his company was a whole family <laughs> Alaskan trip. So oh, that's nice. why we get to go. But um, I'm excited that it's going to be like a theme place, not yeah. just some you know carnival cruise where the captain gets drunk and... <laughs> Kills half of us. You can hit, hit, hit. You can hit an iceberg. Hell, you can hit a glacier. I know. I know. I'm gonna bring. Uh, I'm gonna bring my water wings. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Hi, I'm Bob Schreiner. You are listening to the Shaky Town Radio Hour, and I hope you are getting paid to do this at work while not really working. Let's talk about what you're doing. Okay. You haven't even done that yet. Yeah. I mean, last time I was here, uh, I was still. Freelance writing, comedy, and stuff, and mostly cartoons, and doing quite a bit of stand-up. Uh, and I don't know if I was already getting, if I had already gotten started at Maker Studios no, or I don't not. Think so. But it's been a long ass time. No, I know, but this I've, show's been on for like fourteen years now. Right, right. And yet, <laughs> I don't recall being a virgin when I first started. Hmm. You've only been sexually active for fourteen years. Let's just change the subject here, because I was thinking about this, not you. I was just thinking about this when I was driving home the other day. I've been sexually active for over 20 years and driving for about just as long. I don't feel like I'm better at either of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, driving I'm much better at. I was a prodigy <laughs> in the other department, you know. Some people just have a gift. So you've been sexually active since you were seven? Right, right. Hey, <laughs> involuntary counts. Do you also stop in the middle to watch Netflix for that? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, seriously, thank God for the iPhone because it fits in your palm and you can just hold it <laughs> right. right over the shoulder and get it out of sight really right, quickly. Right, right. You have one earbud in, right? And I wear my hair down so you can't see. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat. So how do you end up from all the freelance stuff and things you were juggling to now this venture and a monster? Um, it's really like it can be a very long story. So <laughs> I don't know what part people would find. I don't know what your audience would find interesting, but most of your audience is probably around our age or younger, right? And this um, podcast goes exclusively out to the AARP network. Right. <laughs> it's broadcast through retirement. Okay. Hosts. Well, the internet then is a series of tubes. <laughs> It's like the radio, but for those little TV boxes your grandkids have. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I work at Maker Studios I'll now, translate. and we are, it is a really cool company, guys. Like, I'm... Uh, it's like working for the railroads. It is. No, it's like working for the printing press. 
or like the beginning of television. Yeah, they just know? did a thing or radio. on uh, Carson Daly about them. I was on that. Yeah. I was excited. I actually made the cut in that thing, and they even put my name up, which is crazy. And go. I think that that is why I've been getting some really random friend requests on Facebook. <laughs> like, I've been getting a lot of friend requests recently from 12-year-olds, like from kids. Yeah. And I'm not sure what to do about it, but um, I've been declining in Facebook, yeah. but allowing in Twitter. You should start a fan page. Oh, shut up. We have a fan page, my my but channel. You. That I'm not that e- no. Don't I, even. You, were you about to say you're not that egotistical? I'm not. <laughs> okay, what the hell? <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Stand up comedian. Interview over. I'm not that egotistical. Okay. I don't I'm need sorry. a fan page to prove how fucking amazing I am. <laughs> it just makes it easier. Right. Uh, I have a MySpace. <laughs> so. Does that even exist anymore? Basically, Maker Studios, you guys should go check out makerstudios.com because it's the future of entertainment. We're not the only comp- company that's doing this this way, but there's, um, but it's the future. It's going to be, I think, kind of akin to uh, what Viacom is over MTV and Nickelodeon mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we're not going to be putting our name all over our own stuff. It's more like the business model. It comes from the top from Maker Studios. It was founded by five uh, YouTube YouTubers, YouTubes, YouTubers, like including, but I, I might not get them all right, but including Lisa Nova, who I was well aware of. I don't know if everybody is, but um, you know, a number of comedians. Kasim, I don't know if Kasim was one of the core. Shay Carl is definitely one of the first, and he is uh, one of the biggest YouTubers there is. Ray William Johnson is the biggest, and mm. it was like a con- sort of a consortium, like art for artists by artists. And uh, they initially started trying to get the thing going a couple of years ago, and there was some false start stuff that I'm not too clear on. But basically, it is now really organized and up and running, and has plenty of like venture capital behind it, and yeah. like other investors. And what they're what they're doing is we have over 200 channels, 200 YouTube channels that we represent or is, are under our umbrella. Some of them were produced by the company. Some of them are. Um, like acquisition kind of relationships and yeah. some of them are um, just talent that we've found and, and has si- have signed on with our company and what Maker does for I mean that's probably the one that would interest people the most mm-hmm. and uh, what Maker does for those people is like if you have a YouTube channel that you already have a, a, sta- like a stable following you've shown regularity in your in your production and you're talented and you're growing quite impressive numbers for an individual then you should probably introduce yourself to Maker, especially if you're a female or a group, because we don't have uh, nearly enough female uh, on... Because like swingers parties. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have enough female talent. (laughs) Right. So anyway... uh, Or so I've heard. Like, there's tons of people, but one of the people that just joined Maker Studios that I really love is Nathan Barnett. Nathan J. Barnett. I know. Yeah, very I've known Nathan Barnett since he was sweeping... uh, Skittles off the stage uh, after the uh, Skittles for Whittles. Skittles, Skittles are really good. The yeah, Skittles for Whittles sketch at UCB. Yeah, he's really, really something. He's a, he's a he's really funny. He's a force of nature. Yeah, we've been talking to him. I'm hoping that we end up doing a cartoon with him. You should. Cassim G is one of our guys, and he's really, really big. Uh, like, um, Ray is obviously the most well known. Good neighbor is one is with us. That includes um, Nick. Rutherford and uh, Beck. Oh God, I can't remember Beck's last name. Mm. Beck, Beck, but he's from Good Neighbor, so he's got okay. both. 
and um, you know, there's tons or tons, and it's sort of not we're not you know they're not labeled on their pages or anything like that. But uh, it, there's relationship crossover. Nice Peter is one Synergy. of our. Nice Peter is one of our guys. Uh, Forrest Whaley, like a lot, a lot of the top talent in the first, you know, the first 100 people that make the most, that have the most views, whatever, sure. most subscribers, and we're growing all the time. What about those cat videos? What about those funny cat videos? You have those. <laughs> we do. People seem to love those cats on the internet. <laughs> what do they call the we laughing have- out? We laughing don't. out loud cats. I'm going to do the rest of the interview with this, this guy. I think I we know, should do the rest of your life with I don't, that. Know this, I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> I love him, though. I love him. So tell us about the laughing out loud cats. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think this is the host of that I'm AARP sorry, did I start podcast. boring him? Is that what happened here? <laughs> no, no, no. Can I put my feet just, on the yeah. table? You, you just did. We'll move Sorry. Mr. Is there, robot over. I almost broke Mr. the Canada no Drive <laughs> can robot. <laughs> So anyway, uh, <laughs> what I would love to like share about it is just, I've been working in Hollywood for uh, about 10 years, all of my adult life since I completed my master's at Art Center. Since you ran away from home yep. and showed up on the streets. Yep, and took out massive loans. <laughs> uh, and by massive loans, she means mounds of cocaine. Right. Isn't that what I said? And yeah. did I stutter? So, you know, I've I've done. I'm happy with how I, I'm fairly happy with how I've done in terms of getting getting work in animation and scripts and whatever. I've yeah. made a living at it for my entire adult life. Uh, but what has been extremely frustrating has been how I've had more than like something in the neighborhood of a dozen original shows that have been optioned and developed and maybe gone to pilot or not, but never. I don't have a series on the air. Never have right, and that got really disheartening after like eight years of trying or something. So I, I decided to sort of take a step back and think about a different approach. I went and did, uh, and that's when I started doing comedy a lot was mm. to, uh, and, you know, to appreciate the directness of, of, you know, trying to express your, mm-hmm. your humor yeah, yeah. to an audience yeah. without, you know, uh, Warner brothers standing in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So that was really rewarding, but I also needed a, a new, you know, income, and I was trying something other what? than that other than stand-up other than, comedy uh, doesn't pay the bills. What? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm happy to say I am financially absolutely solo. Always have been. You know, I don't come from money. I think that's cheating. Mm. And like, uh, you know, I'm proud that I have to work so hard, so hard to yeah. like to get by and, and make it as an artist. I'm proud that I don't have a trust you, fund or whatever. Yeah, you work hard for the money. So I do. Hard, so hard for it, honey. I do. They better treat you right for that. I know. They better treat me right. So right. It's 28 years of come and gone, you know? <laughs> oh, God. Isn't that it? Yeah, I think so. Um, God damn it, now I can't. <laughs> I'm just yes, trying to remember the lyrics. <laughs> that's what I wanted to do. So, yeah. So, my friend Glasgow Phillips, who was one of the main writers at the beginning of South Park mm-hmm. and is tight with Matt and Trey and he's brilliant. Glasgow's, also one of, the, one of the largest cities in Scotland. Glasgow is really, really bright. Good he's he's got a couple of books out, including one called The Royal Nonsuch. And he has a movie coming out this year that he wrote called Smiley that I think you're going to be hearing quite a bit about. It's, I have uh, already heard about it. Yeah, it's going to be big. I think it's going to be awesome. I can tell you about that at another time, whatever. There's a director. The director who did it, by the way, is one of our YouTubers. His name is Michael Gallagher. He's 22 years old, and he's a pro- like he's a really wow, yeah. he's really extraordinary. He's an old soul. He's just I cannot. I've worked with him closely quite a bit, and I I can't get my head around how young he is for how sophisticated his filmmaking is. Yeah, that's 
always frustrating <laughs> for older people. But well, that's awesome. There's so much I could tell you about what's interesting that I'm It'll learning over at, It'll be okay. at Maker. Like, one thing that's... Um, it's interesting is, you know, it's a side of the younger, I mean, you know, I'm 30, like these guys are mostly 22, mm -hmm, something mm -hmm, like that. Mm -hmm. We've got some people as young as 18. Um, but it's a, it's a funny combo because YouTube is like the absolute, you know, idiot zone in a lot of ways, <laughs> but a lot of our, and a lot of our talent makes silly product, but people don't know how hard, these are ambitious kids. And yeah. a lot of them didn't go to, are, they're not going to college because they were doing this out of their rooms in high school. And it's right. grown and it's worked. And Plus, Obama's killed education in this country. I mean, I wonder what I wonder Wait, what the what? future. I do wonder what the future of the importance of a college education is going to be. I wonder how it's going to be looked at in the future because I think the yeah. more that there's online, the same. I, I think and, it'll be the same value as always. If you want to be a doctor or engineer, you're going to have to have a college right, education. Right, but you know, there might be less of us like myself who waste two hundred thousand dollars in you know education, right. Of, right. like art and film. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the liberal, the liberal arts education in this country is dead. Right, but that's seriously sidetracking. So I just wanted to say how I got into it. So Glasgow gave me a a buzz. We're old friends. I met him from uh, seeing him speak at um, an eight two. I think it's eight two six. Eight two six LA. Yeah, eight two six LA, which he helps out with. Brody, how would you describe what eight two six LA is? Eight two six LA uh, was started by uh, Dave Eggers, and they basically it. In every city, they have a storefront, or every city that they're in, they have a storefront, and they sell, like, cool things and then and, and books, and then in the back, they tutor uh, children in the neighborhood. Um, they have field trips. It's all to promote uh, children literacy. Ch children literacy, yeah. Exactly. And, so people like Glasgow, and then... Or child, childhood literacy, Brody. Yes. If you, if you didn't grow up in a place with Truthfully, a <laughs> honestly, we really are, they're really about promoting childhood obesity, right. but reading is just the, the snacks are delicious. yeah, reading is just the guys to get them sitting on their ass eating yeah, the exactly. Fritos, right, right, right. but, uh, you know, the reading's fine. So, and they well, also produce little, you know, collections of their own books and stuff. So yeah, yeah. Glasgow was doing that. That's how we met. And that was many years ago and we became buddies and, uh, and I was fortunate enough that he tapped me to come work on this with him after his initial setting up of what the department was going to be. And I was the second hire, actually. And we planned and built an animation channel on YouTube, which might sound easy. No. <laughs> but we produced it's three not. original, so far we've created three original series all uh, around our YouTube talent. So, for example, Easier for me anyway if I just say the actual. Yeah. Uh, so Maker produced, meaning they paid for, uh, all of us who worked on this and the animation that we had to outsource, which is not a lot, but we used a company in um, Burbank called Cosmic Toast. And um, we have a relationship ongoing with them. They're making stuff for us. And it's, and, but we tend to make the pilot in-house so we can mm -hmm. show exactly what we want. Yeah. And we do all the recording on Maker Studio grounds. We've got space in Culver City, three different buildings on one block that we're going to be moving into a main everybody under one roof building in, in a little while. They're renovating it in Culver City. But basically, it's really a cool environment. There's a number of, you know, giant green screen rooms, yeah. not apparently on par with, you know, a full size studio, but certainly impressive to me for a for a startup internet, like art driven it's just such a fun environment, and yeah. I can't wait until we're in our new digs. But, um, you know, the day that I got interviewed, 
for it. I was in the conference room talking to some of the people, you know, making the decisions and a guy walked past the glass window of the conference room in a bunny suit, just screaming profanities, <laughs> like seriously pissed about something. And I was like, you know what, guys, I'm hired. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. And uh, basically, so Glasgow brought me in and we started making these things happen. And we've got, you know, each of our shows are starring one or more of our YouTube talents that already have quite a fan base. Mm -hmm. And so once we had made the shows, which of course is a billion steps, our, our YouTubers will then drive to our show to our shows, to our channel Animonster, from their shows. Like, for example, Timothy DeLaghetto is one of our most famous YouTubers, and he also is a musician. It goes by Traffic. So, you know, he's the star. He's one of the three stars of Powerhouse, which I developed from, from scratch with them. And he, um, it's a fun show. I'm really proud of it. It's definitely all sort of... Our aspiration is to be sort of adult swim for the web, and mm -hmm. we've got three down. We're definitely not there yet, but... Powerhouse is a fun show, and if you like power, if you like stuff on Adult Swim, I would say it's worth stopping by Animonster and checking it out. Dino Yacht Club is uh, Powerhouse is about three guys: uh, Timothy DeLaghetto, Petey Flo, and Rick Shucks. Ricky Shucks are our three YouTubers that are starring in it, and uh, two of them, they're three roommates, slackers, and two of them have superpowers. And Rick got shit out of luck. And uh, and it's just about how they use their powers to do things like get laid or get kill their giant genital crabs that are destroying the city. Right. You know, <laughs> things like that. I just drew from my life. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, you know, the most important things you can say are personal. As we, <laughs> as we went over earlier. Right. Like, you being cooked portion of worship. <laughs> exactly. If so, you have giant crabs, you got to talk about them. I know, right? Mm -hmm. And I get to do a little voice. I mean, it's been such a dream come true for yeah. me. Because even though it's... Um, do you guys have a podcast? We don't, no. <laughs> Even though we've... Um, that just gave me an idea. We should do like a puppet podcast. Um, a pupcast? Yeah, no. But a puppet podcast. A puppet. I'm just kidding. That's with puppies. That's no. like the puppy bowl. What's a puppy cast? I'm really trying to track all this. But I am really <laughs> honestly excited about this company. I'm excited about having been there. If you saw the Carson Daly spot, I say as much there. But I only got, you know, a few seconds right. to say it. Um, by the, who can concentrate with that dreamy Carson? Oh, Bailey? and this is the thing. This is so fucking cool. Like Carson, we already had written it in to Powerhouse that Rick, our main guy, and by the way, Tim is Asian, Peter Petey Flo is Mexi is Mexican, and Rick is African American. So we didn't mean to Benetton the show out, right? 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 Does that company exist anymore? I think it does. It right. certainly does as a, as a punchline to a joke <laughs> because I make that joke weekly. Right? But anyway, we really, you know, we're just representing the people, but it worked out that it's also kind of an interesting addition. Yeah. Does it, does it, do you have a, it's only, it's only trying too hard if you have a kid in a wheelchair as Burger King Kids uh, Club proved. Oh, Jesus. If you, especially if you name him Wheels. Shut up. <laughs> I'm not joking. That's no joke. Don't okay. you remember that? Let me... Do you have a vomit cup? <laughs> it doubles as your dick. <laughs> oh, good. Because then I'll get all the nutrition back. So, oh. I, I'm genuinely excited about this. And yeah. there's so much I do want to share with people about it. And I hope that people will get in touch with Maker and bring us your stuff. And see if we can help you get more audience. And uh, But only see. if you're not shitty and you have a bunch of... Oh, hell yeah. No, you better be. you better be good. You don't have to have a ton of subscribers to ask for advice 
from our, I mean, you can still like introduce yourself, but okay. like, uh, and you everybody, and everybody working there so far that I've met, I know that things will change and eventually we'll probably be one of these, like people will be like, Oh, maker studios, like the, the evil empire. But like right now it's so cool that everyone is really a cool person. Yeah. And I'm talking about cool, like me, like <laughs> fucking, oh, that can't possibly like be pretty attractive, you know, smart, funny, kind of the whole package, right? And it's just like a small army of them. So as soon as we figure out how to get this extermination into play, <laughs> you know, exterminate all the unsmart, unattractive. Well, we're working on hip, we're working on hypnosis videos, ah. you know. So so it's gonna be like uh, stop like listening to Coldplay. Halloween, Halloween three, season of the witch. <laughs> Actually, that's kind of what si- what Smiley, the horror film that Glasgow wrote and Mike Gallagher directed, is about. Mike Gallagher's channel, by the way, on YouTube is called Totally Sketch. He's one of the few people that is known for his directorial position versus being an on-camera mm-hmm. talent. Um, so we made cartoons, and they launched about six weeks ago. It was quite an adventure. I'm working with this great little family of people that we were all... It's a wonderful chemistry. I, I've said a couple of times that I will... I'm well aware right now that I'm in the years. I'm in the time that I'm going to always say was the best time of right, my life. right. And it's awesome, and I appreciate it every day. And uh, I work with so many brilliant, talented, fun, good people. Uh, and we really don't have. There's no one I work with that I don't that I you know wouldn't uh, let stay in my home right. out of the rain, you know. But uh, so yeah, so our first three are up. We launched six weeks ago. Powerhouse is the one. The superpowers one. Um, your favorite Martian is. Based on Ray William Johnson's alter ego, which is, um, he has a fake, your favorite Martian is a fake band. It's a cartoon band that Ray William Johnson of Equals 3 fame made. He writes music, sort of parody kind of music, but generally good hooks. Mm -hmm. And uh, your favorite Martian has had about a dozen or 20 now, something songs launched and music videos animated to go with them following this fake band, this make-believe band. And they've done so well that now Ray has become the number one unsigned catalog on iTunes. Hmm. And I'm Very not cool. going to throw any figures out, but use your imagination. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's he's got to have like seven or eight downloads. <laughs> <laughs> My imagination is not very good. <laughs> no, it's well, not. Wait, what have we learned here? I'm not good at imagination. <laughs> and then you, the, I'll tell you this: he's made more than three dollars. Yeah, definitely more than three. And and then so then your favorite Martian the series, which is kind of a, a monkeys ish like. How dare you? But yes, <laughs> yeah. I admit that is a compliment behind the yeah. scenes of a band's life. Yeah, and I and I um you know um he's using he's using the uh, the uh, scholarly term. Yes. So I developed that Monk, with monkeys esque. I developed that with Ray and and wrote, actually, in the end, I wrote pretty much all of that. But it's, you know, it's to a young audience, i got to say. Powerhouse, I got to be a little bit more to my own personal taste. Mm-hmm. And Your Favorite Martian is more, you know, it's aimed at 14-year-old boys at the heart of the kind of, but, you know, up to 20, up sure. to like 34 or something sure. like that. You know, it's, but it's blue. It's blue and it's silly and it's gross and it's stupid and we know that. And, (laughs) you know, but it was a great experience. And also part of what for me has been really rewarding about the job is I actually do care a lot about making work that in my cartoon work, I try to do stuff that will be a good influence on children. And 
Uh, this is not. But <laughs> part of what I experienced... <laughs> what? Part of what I've experienced, though, in the last eight, nine months is I, I haven't had an opportunity before to get to do all the things that I like to do in one place. I've gotten to design and write and direct and produce, and I'd never voice directed before, and that's really fun and interesting. Although it's a bitch that when your actors are sassing you in the booth, but you're yeah. the voice director, you have to just take it <laughs> because... Because you're supposed but to But you get to say squeakier. <laughs> no, make it squeakier. No, what I like to say is like, Steve, uh, Steve, Steve Green, can you do that last, can you do that line again, only this time funny? Ooh, <laughs> like, like that kind of <laughs> thing. No, squeakier. <laughs> Steve Green, by the way, is a really incredible talent. He has his channel, stevegreencomedy.com. One of his characters that I highly recommend is Chad. Who uh, it's you ever there's these girls that do makeup tips yes. and their whole videos are just showing how to do a certain look or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And he plays his character Chad is like a butch heterosexual football player who's just really good at giving makeup tips. So <laughs> <laughs> check it out sometime. Um, he he has a lot of good shows, including his old show Holy Shit, where it's like the opposite. Ray William Johnson's show equals three. The big hit one is a lot like Tosh Point oh, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, and it's reviewing videos from online that have done well in the recent. And he has a staff that helps him find. And uh, he's a very busy, busy man and uh, extraordinarily professional. And I really admire, I really admire him. Um, he, uh, but what was I going to say? Sorry, so I you just said the, the opposite of that the, kind of. Yeah, yeah, Steve's show is, um, you know, Ray will point out what's funny about, like, yesterday I watched a episode of 3 plus 3 where a girl gets bitten in the shoulder by a zebra, and that's one of the clips that he's mm -hmm. reviewing, and he makes, you know, jokes about, you know, explaining that hickey, but oh, I was bitten by a zebra, or whatever. And then Steve's gig is to take horrible, crappy, boring, nothing happens, like, no one has watched them <laughs> videos. Nice. And be, and then and then have the biggest over the top holy shit reactions <laughs> like it to you know I'm in yeah hundred <laughs> yeah. percent he's a good time he's a good time so you know and they all write and in a lot of like Steve Green for example writes on numerous things uh, Ray is actually an industry unto himself so he writes on only his own like he is he is right, right, it's right. true no I know uh, I just had an idea I had a funny idea in my head. I wasn't laughing at anything. Really? Should we pause? I, 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 wasn't, <laughs> I, I wasn't laughing at anything you could have possibly have said. Oh, I know. No. Mm. I know. No, I'm being philosophical. No. But, so I guess I guess what I would want to share is this. So now Animonster's up and running. Please go and check it out. It's YouTube backslash Animonster. Is that a... Do I have to do the HTTP colon no. whack slash... I don't know. Figure is it that, out. Or just go to ShakyCarRadio.com. We'll have all the links up. Does that go into my internet web Yeah, and friend, and friend me, please. If you're a twelve-year-old, uh, yeah, I'm at I'm at MJ often, yeah, especially if you're a twelve-year-old. I'm at MJ. I can't even make jokes like that anymore because I'm about I'm with I've just shifted positions at the company and like, I noticed that you put your feet up on the table. What? Huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, now, Anna Monster has just gotten held like kind of handed over to. We've just had a we've hired a new guy, Andy Vick, who's looking really good. My friend TJ Fuller is our art director. That man is a force to be reckoned with. He's like the David Lynch of cartoons, and he's going to be a megastar because I personally won't let it not happen. But go check out TJ. Seriously, guys, this is so good also. Besides visiting Animal Monster, please go see TJ Fuller's video. It's called Milk Nasty, and it's only on Vimeo. So search for that, and be prepared for it's 
not for children. Okay. <laughs> it's twisted and very well drawn and a little pervy, but also cute and funny. So it's cute and funny, so I could watch it with my grandchildren. Yeah. If you want That's them to. What I should do with that. If you want them to be dominatrixes, yes. <laughs> I don't know that word. Right. Right. It's just so cool how many talented people are, are working there. And it what I'm like gonna... a really good collection of, of artists and. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. Performers as well. So what's going to happen next is, you know, Andy and TJ and the rest of my my team, they're going to keep growing Animonster, and I'll I'll keep weighing in. But I am now set to task on our second channel, and I'm going to, as of last week, I started doing what um, what we just did with Animonster. I'm doing it all over again, only this time back to my roots, and we're making uh, children's vertical. So oh, nice. it's going to be, you know, absolutely safe watching for little kids, and we're gonna yeah. we're gonna have it not attached to Animonster in any way because there's not a safe cross right. crossover, right? You know, but so this adventure is just beginning, and right now I'm working on um, a cartoon with Shay Carl, who is very popular. He has a channel called Shay Tards, and uh, he's a family man, and he's blogged. He's one of the most extreme, if not the most, if not the most extreme case of sort of reality television in your life. His they started doing a video blog a day, every day, yeah. something like three years ago, two years ago. Oh, wow. I mean, they have a massive <laughs> and loyal following. There's been two children that have been born into the into the family while on camera. Well, no, no, seriously, they fil- they filmed the birth of the last child. Like they didn't show anything intimate, but you were the video- at that point. It's not intimate. The footage is like you're with. We saw Colette sitting on the bed getting her epidural, you know, and we were right up to there, and then right after the baby was born, yeah, and yeah, then right. they're they're the Truman Show by choice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and uh, they're an enviable family. It's a really healthy relation- set of relationships. Really, except for the creepy voyeuristic part. Everybody, <laughs> hey, that, hey, that hey, part. hey, beats working, right? Hey, what so, am I saying? That's what I'm saying. He's doing really well. So I'm working on a cartoon for and with him, and that will be the beginning of the next adventure. So by the end of next summer, if everything goes according to plan, uh, Anna Monster will have another th- three to five more shows on it, and, and this new station that's yet to be named will exist with a handful, and we'll be off to the races with that. And um, our animation department, that's the part of Maker that concerns me, and that's what we're going to keep doing. And Sweet. other than that, you know, I'm still still working on my own stuff, too, on the side, and I'm still hoping to get my own series up. Um, I still want Nickelodeon, but, uh, yeah. And I and I miss doing stand-up, but it's been between the, the work and the commute, you yeah. know? Yeah, it's, it's, it's so... hard when, especially in L.A., living and driving one into the other, to find the free time anyway to work on your own stuff, but just after the, the long work day in traffic and getting home, the last thing you want to do is look at a screen or write anything down. Yeah, it's very tiring. But, you know, we, we're a startup company, so we the more things begin to regulate, you're able to bring your own interests in more. But I'm starting a new project now. That's why you got to do what you love, you know? And I feel completely um, creatively fulfilled because it's good it's i'm satisfied with being a part of this team and yeah. making this product and it doesn't have to be perfect and it doesn't have to be all mine and cuz you know i just as long as i'm learning a ton all the time uh which is so far not ceased to happen at any part of my life for more than a month or something like <laughs> i'm uh 
you know, I'm just completely engrossed. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I worked on something recently. Uh, it'll come out soon um, with with two significant internet personalities and like, yeah, finding out about them. Like, oh, who are these people? Great. What do they do? Oh, wow. Like they have this many people who know or, you know, who are privy to that and, and finding out about that world and, and finding out how much is, you know, out there and, and kind of realizing I need to kind of check this out just because it's not on my television set through Fox or NBC or whatever have you, you know, there's this other thing going on on the internet. Well, not only that, but for a lot of kids, TV might as well not exist. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, we have a lot of feedback from one of the things that executive types, and I'm kind of like on the cusp right now, but it's of course a startup, so it doesn't feel like it to me. But when you start to think about the people that are very concerned with the numbers and the feedback, right? One thing that people get excited about that I don't totally get why they're so excited, but is the is the immediacy of the YouTube feedback. Right. People are quite interested by the fact that comments start happening right away. You know. First. Yeah. Fag. First of fag. You're a fag. Fag. Right. That's it, terribly, terribly. Exactly, this discourse exactly. is is central. To, exactly, to the and you know you can't pay for that kind of market testing. <laughs> you know exactly your demographic. Exactly. Once once that starts happening, you're like Hitler fag. You're like a fag Hitler. Yeah. I have now just boiled down every conversation thread on the internet. Right. Thank you. Right. Yeah, I used to I used to boil down every comment on the internet, but then I took an arrow to the knee. That's right. You know? It's a meme, everyone. Yes. Memes. So anyway, it's like <laughs> it's it's the future and call us. This is Caroline Anderson. You're Ryan Gosling and you're listening to the Shaky Town Radio Hour. Listening to this, and you actually think this was interesting, like all the stuff about this this new business model. And I stuff. don't give a shit. I would like to hear. Don't. No, I would really like to hear if like yeah. if people are talking more about because now I'm up to my balls in YouTube, and I don't Have remember life before YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember YouTube. You know, and did you guys know? How do I that get to YouTube? More than something like around or more than fifty percent of all internet use, all internet use is. What is YouTube no. act- activity? Yeah. Was it the Laughing but Out Loud it Cats? It was the Laughing Out Loud Cats. Oh. Is that like the dancing cat. baby I heard about? Cat. I'm a kitty cat. And I dance, 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 and I dance, dance, dance. Cat. <laughs> I'm a kitty cat. Have you seen that one? I have not. I do not watch Laughing Out Loud <laughs> things on the internet. I've got a show that I want us to do that um, okay. is, uh, is about laughing the out Laughing Out Loud Cats. Yeah. Gone wrong. <laughs> They've gone feral. They have gone feral. Oh, cats gone wild. Oh, oh. OMG cats. Yeah, lol cats. Gone I saw wild. you. I saw you speak. This is a complete segue to mm-hmm. something completely different. I saw you commenting, uh, retweeting Mia Farrow's uh, abortion tweet. Yes. And I thought well, that's pretty strong stuff coming from someone who had the devil's baby. <laughs> She's committed to pro life, dude. You are having the devil's baby. That, I, I, that, well, no, that just okay. I didn't even know about this, but obviously, what you're implying is that she baby. was pro life. Yeah, so I'm saying no pro choice. No, she's pro life because she had the devil's baby, dude. You're not. That's what I'm saying. If you don't baby? abort the devil, oh, he's well, yes. right. Rosemary, was. he's right. Correct. She should be the fucking spokesperson, like holding Hellboy. <laughs> <laughs> they should anyway. Sorry, license the that rights. Just reminded me. They should license the rights to Hellboy, <laughs> and 
Mia Farrow should stand there holding a little cute yeah, Hellboy. Some Rosemary's baby Hellboy messed up. I found <laughs> to this thing during the debate the other night, I want to talk about it really briefly, where basically just so many of my friends, not so many, more than I would have imagined are like Ron Paul supporters. And he was talking on the debate and he actually advocated repealing Roe versus Wade. So I said, you know, to all my so-called progressive friends... I could use some slaves <laughs> while he's at it. Ron Paul is calling for the repeal of Roe versus Wade, so can you guys stop stumping for him? And I just found this thing where people who I don't even follow on Twitter just found that. I guess they were trolling for other people talking about Ron Paul. And like, Wait, seriously? He's He said that? Yeah. He, he, Why? What was he said he basically wants there to be no federal regulations about abortion and it's something that the states can decide and he said so you could repeal Roe state versus, forever. so you could repeal Roe versus Wade state by state so if you're in Texas now you're really fucked yeah yeah and no it, you would just have to drive to Arkansas or the Hawkins mean, you just have to drive to Colorado to on record as being pro-life and a, 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 a he calls himself a staunch foe against oh abortion or whatever God. and it's like so but he also so calls progressive friends why are you talking about Ron Paul and, I mean, there's actually guys saying, well, if you just disagree with him on the one thing. On the one the, thing? Right, like, oh, you mean that one little, like, woman sovereignty over their own bodies thing? Yeah. Uh, well, see, no. here's the problem. Not, that's here's, horrible. Yeah. Here's the problem I have with it. Hey, hey, hey. Here's the problem I have with it. If it's Are a we state, done? If, <laughs> if it's a state's rights issue, I get it. But if it's if, if it's a backdoor way of, uh, speaking of the way, that's a great way to hey, avoid having so, abortion. Um, was it that was it that it was so disinteresting that you guys are just segueing away? No, no, I just need because he started this. No, no, no I'm going to go back Absolutely. to that. No, I want to you explain that comment. I was just, this is just how it works. Okay, but come back and tell me what you think about that whole situation I just described. Cause... It's awesome. Okay, can we so, move on now? Yeah, abortion. Go. Um, uh, if it's if you an abortion it in every pot from a state's rights <laughs> issue, I have a modest proposal. The the uh, um, if it's a state's rights issue, I kind of get it, but if it's a taking away federal protection for you know that I, thing... You know what I think? You know what I think? I think uh, it should just cool. be fucking legal permanently everywhere. Keep it safe, keep it legal. Then you're going to be disappointed eventually, <laughs> because sometime in some place... It's Whatever, not I'll abort myself. I don't need your help. Might be dead by then. See, and that was another weird thing I got. This guy who described himself as a Pirate green anarcha liberal or some shit that I've Did never heard of. Did you slap him after that I sentence? I wish I could have. It's like, why don't you, why do you support women poisoning their bodies through the state-sponsored abortion? Women can do it themselves, DIY abortions and stuff. I'm like, okay. Back to the DIY. Is right. that what you got in trouble for? Was it a DIY abortion? <laughs> That's what it was. What? Were you going to have a butt baby and you aborted your own? In an alley and I was drunk. Wow. I got booed. Everyone. What is with you today in the life? Do you do you want this to be a musical? Because it can be. And again, two feet are missing. I yeah, I just don't. People are stupid and weird. People are stupid and weird. And politics is stupid and weird. Right. But let's talk about the positive things about the internet, such as what your company is doing. Thank you. Such as German porn. <laughs> no, her company is not doing German porn. No, no. Yes. Oh, positive yes. Yeah. No, we've got verticals that include um some of the verticals that we have that I think are interesting that I didn't previously know existed are things like uh, gaming. Well, you know, gaming is mm -hmm. not that much of a surprise. We've got sure, a, sure. a lot of musical, because I said it's over 200 channels, right? So gaming, a lot of music, uh, you know, a lot of live comedy. Gaming, like, like the Indian bingo, like so much. 
Who are you? Gaming? <laughs> oh, yes. A lot of Native American verticals. Uh, yeah, a lot of comedy, a lot of beauty, lifestyle. Oh, boy. And, uh, and recently, uh, mommies, like uh, a vertical yeah. for moms, young moms with sure. their little babies. Because sure. uh, they should be spending actually... time on the internet. Well, no, it's things, you know, it's... <laughs> no, I just... And pretty soon I'm thinking uh, cats and like just dangly things, videos right. of shiny objects. Like the shiny in, objects. Like in the know. movie Scrooge when he's talking about <laughs> putting the putting some more mice in the That's Christmas right. scenes, like hot like stapling little antlers to to the mice. <laughs> We're gonna do some oh. program I'm actually gonna pitch that at work on Monday. You You're the modern day Michael O'Donoghue. Thank you. So yeah, and uh, we've we were contributed to I think this is fine for me to say because i'm pretty sure that it was published uh but you know we were just given uh, a very large sum from google to develop the mom verticals and a couple other parts that i'm not sure which were the dedicated areas Mm -hmm. but not my department (laughs) that's for sure but you know we're all a team so it frees up other finance but you know uh it rocks and please contact us so and i'm a complete cheerleader i've i've always been a completely independent artist solo writer right. like to do stand up more than sketch etc you know um uh, you got to have other jerks in it yeah i know fuck them and God this is like man. i can't believe that i'm saying i like other people that i'm working with thumbs down i know yeah thumbs down if you did not like <laughs> oh. yeah so anyway and i'm also freaking fascinated by the business models and all the yeah. implications of what the future of media is going to look like and what the future of merchandise is and how it's affecting things like the history of, you know, G.I. Joe was a toy that was initially created to be, you know, a, pro- a, a card, like to have the cartoon, like a, the cartoon was an ad for the toy. Sure. You know what I mean? No. And in, things in, like. Incorrect. I correct you on this. What? G.I. Joe was designed as a Barbie for boys. The G.I. Joe cartoon you're thinking of for the four-inch G.I. Joes came way later than that. I'm just talking about the fact no. that... Silence, fool. I'm talking, I'm talking about the fact that most cartoons that, that, have, that are linked to a toy franchise mm-hmm. yeah. are ads. Right? You're talking about the modern... That's, that, that's, but that's a totally... I was thinking about this because having a, having a toddler-aged child that is now becoming interested in television, I'm, I've been watching a lot of kids' TV and scrupulously avoiding things that are 22-minute long advertisements for... My little shits herself dolls, or whatever. They yeah, are. I mean, one of the objectives on the new vertical that I'm beginning to create right now is I'm going to be talking to uh, my many, many cool, young, funny parent friends. So about me. So a, you're going to be talking yeah, to me about things that you know are are like Yo Gabba Gabba is a good example of things that are fun. That for show the whole, has a giant dildo on it. Fun for the you whole family. That's a, there's a there's a trivia fact for you. Are you talking about Muna? Like the one that's all yes, rich? the giant orange dildo. I thought you were talking about the DJ, and I was going to say, that's not very nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, anyway. Um, He's a dill hole. Do you guys think, do you guys have any thoughts on the whole YouTube phenomenon? I mean, some people, by the way, are going to be calling bullshit on the fact that Maker has an umbrella. I mean, I think that's an interesting part of it. I think it's a positive because mm-hmm. it helps get a lot of people produced and funded. My, my, my first question about any of Anything on the internet is how do you monetize it? Uh, we've done such a great job here at Shaky Town. <laughs> is that why we're sit- is that why we're sitting on these bales of cash? <laughs> right, these huge piles of cash. Um, is, is is I love what- that you're using twenties for toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to do something with them, otherwise they just start 
pile it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. a bunch out of this guy's house that uh, <laughs> right. under his mattress. Um, that's that's always my first question is. Oh, you I, mean I, my boyfriend? <laughs> because Oops. I think the you know I think the internet is is a unparalleled in human history venue for whatever for data transfer whether that data is entertainment whether it's you know commercial let's narrow it to youtube a little bit i'm just saying i'm saying youtube is just an aspect of that unprecedented venue but what is it you know what's the ultimate purpose is it to get venture capital to make cartoons or is it to make money in the other end so how do you monetize it is always my first question well, I mean, that's it's, actually... How do you make money with this thing? It doesn't seem... Where do you put the coin in the slot? It's or, pretty simple, actually. Yeah, you know, the, the Google AdSense kind of advertising is not... You have to be... I think it's like a million views is it makes a, a the thousand dollars or something the, the, the like fractual, that. Like it's, yeah, the fraction. It's a brutal proportion, but... Yeah, because it's such a fractional amount per... But, you know, that's kind of not the point. Like, I think that for, for myself, this is just based on... This is nothing to do with my company's thoughts or ideas. It's just my opinion. Sure. Like, I... My impression is you can make certain amounts of money from that AdSense stuff. Significant. Enough sure. that some people have passive income of, like, $3,000 a month that is just from that kind of turnover, right? right? I mean, which in my world is, is significant. And... Right, but in the corporate, that's, see, that's my my point is, is as a as a mom and pop shop kind of thing. You I'm talking about the mom and pop level. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. That the economics of that makes sense. If you have a very very popular blog, and you have, um, you know, links to Amazon, and you get money from them, and you have links to Google AdSense, and you get money from right. them. Well, you I get can sp- see that as a cottage industry. It's all the same as the podcasting and whatever. You know, you get sponsors. One way is people. Oh, get... wait a minute. Hold on. Go back. You get what? <laughs> You can get sponsors. You can have relationships you, you with particular. You, you know how you've got your NA sponsor? <laughs> it's not like that at all. No. Um, you like that I chose Narcotics Anonymous for you rather than the whatever anonymous. else. I was like, which one's worst? So it's like, what can cover the most? Right. Uh, I think we mentioned cocaine earlier. Or was that off mic? <laughs> That was well, we, we, did, we, we, did, we did huge fat rails of coke while we were on air. So, right, right, right. Um, I think that there's, you know, the ad, the advertisement stuff is one way. There's also product placement kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. There's, you know, how do you build from zero? Speaking of which, how did you enjoy your delicious YooHoo chocolate? I knew soda? that you were going to bring it up, and that's why I got a YooHoo. I haven't had a YooHoo in like I don't remember. Maybe They're 10 delicious, years. aren't they? YooHoo chocolate soda. Maybe sodas. ten years, but I brought it in because it's pretty, and I thought that you would talk about it. Uh, right on both counts. It, it was actually no, pretty but, delicious. But that's but that's the thing is you know I mean I, and I guess it has high fructose corn syrup. That's great. Yeah, even our... corn sugar. No, but you know what I really like is corn syrup solids almost as much as I like oh a good a good. Dip- well, they won't stay solid. You know long. what's great is a good dipotassium phosphate that yum. prevents prevents caking. <laughs> right, right, right. Um. No, no. I, I, I mean, I think I get, I think I get the revenue streams in in the small sense, but in the grand sense. Oh yeah, I mean, I got distracted from reading where... about digris, diglycerides, but like, uh, which are so good this season. But they're they're in seat. They're right. And the new black. <laughs> um, you know, there's merch is a big thing. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, links to your stores, links to your videos, right. and the whole. I think the whole industry is sort of just peak, like beginning to bud. 
Right. So, you know, what I anticipate happening, if I were going to try and make my own YouTube channel lucrative right now, first of all, I'd say funnier things than I'm saying here or ever, right? And, uh, you know, merch. Hasn't and, worked for me, man. My shit's really funny. And merch and connecting and, you know, uh, driving across cross-pollination of your channel. But really, I think the way people are going to be making Synergy. their money is primarily from apps and iTunes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, but it's down, downloadable, purchasable. But content. it's con it's content driven. See, and that's the thing that that's the thing that up until recently, I, I don't think it's been easy. And be sure to, to put up a donation button. Well, there's always that, but but that's passive and not content. Well, that's content driven in as much as you can vote with your conscience. And I've since the advent of just be funny PayPal. Well, yeah, just or good at what you do. No, no, no. Obviously, that's the core of it. Yeah, but um, I thought it was a, have a catchy meme, but but or was laughing out loud, cats. Everyone loved them so much. <laughs> but uh, uh, no, I mean the goal is I think if you're if you're doing it for you know artistic merit, you do what you want to do and look at what's funny and use what your talent or whatever. Right. But but I think that honestly, it's got a lot to do. That's why a company like mine, I think, is going to become. Quite a common business model because you is the strength is in numbers really right. and yeah I just I worry that I worry that the return on investment for people who are putting venture capital into things like that isn't going to be high enough to sustain that sort of method. Well, we are the experiment. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I I think it'll work itself out one way or the other. Um, and goodness knows we've seen internet bubbles come and go. Um, I think you have two models that are kind of competing. There's that top-down venture capital and the bottom-up sort of Kickstarter donation-based model. And I'm really see, I'm, I'm, I'm interested so, to so see. So we're coming at it from both directions. The fight, yeah. I'm interested to see how the fight works out. Is you know, you, I think we're we kind of typify the, you know, we're going to do it no matter what. I mean, I th I think it's hard to successfully monetize a channel before you have. A lot. I mean, it is the same old thing in the sense yeah. of chicken and egg about yeah. you need people to have enough audience to monetize and you need... Kill enough chickens you know. in your voodoo sacrificial ritual that exactly. people will lots of eggs. Exactly. But I, eggs. Know, but I know that for um, many of our talent, many of our YouTubers, that the conversations include discussions of, you know, this shoe brand would like for you to wear them. You know what? Are, what are you comfortable with doing or saying or not? Like, what's right. your what's your style? And one of the things about YouTube in general, and certainly with YouTubers, comedian wise, is like they do not like bullshit. They really, it's important to. So even if there are, you know, things involved, it's more like remember when Mike Myers made those jokes in I think first in Wayne's World, where it was like mm, delicious Doritos, you know, and really yeah. just owned it and. I think that's more the tendency, right? Which I don't know how that's going to change over year over the coming years because obviously it's going to get played out or whatever. And it's funny because we might wind up back to those quite dry ads that are just like eat Coke or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing I like better than a crispy slice of Coke. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm curious. I mean, I think it'll shake itself out. We'll see how. Like shaky cow. Yeah, that's what it means, right? Uh, but no, I, I, I'm excited. I, I think either way it goes, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. You guys are kind of the first on the scene to do this. I can't think of anybody else who's doing this. I can't either. I might just not know. I know that there's other companies like Machinima that do just the animation side, mm -hmm. or right. 
some other little associations. But tying it into the populist YouTube concept, I don't think there's anything else. That... There's definitely a couple others that are trying, but I don't know. Well, I don't. Well, yeah. Well, we're, you're important because yours is the most important because I know you. Not only that, but honestly, it, we like you, so it's okay. This is the best. This one. is big. They're not fucking around. Right. No, I mean, no. It not. sounds like no. I, I, I have nothing but respect for the amount of effort that's being put into this. Yeah, Lisa Nova. Lisa Nova's real name is Lisa Donovan, and her brother Ben Donovan uh, and her partner uh, Danny Diamond are like the three at the top of the pyramid right now. I hope that I'm not forgetting someone of great import. My understanding is that they are the main owners, but I think maybe Shay Carl also. But they're the ones, you know, they're like, it's a family business, and right. they're all entertainers. Yeah. Right. And they're also all very organized and, and diligent. They're and pros. They're pros, yeah. They're young. They're young. Lisa's younger than I am, you know? No. I think so. Yeah. And, and funnier. No. She, she does a better okay. She does a better she does a better cure nightly than I do. How hard is that? Uh, I would never do it, so I don't know. <laughs> but but anyway, yeah. Like, I, so I guess I'm going to be in that world for a while yet. I'm, but I do miss the straight up comedy. So, well, here you got to do some here. I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did not. But yeah, I mean the great. I, for any for kids out there that are ambitious, like it's great. It matters now. Like when I when I got to this town, part of the reason I've had all these false starts and I've gotten I've been fortunate enough to get a lot of options, but don't have a series is like I didn't used to believe that it was worth your time to do your own startup podcast or venture or whatever. And sometimes it is. I mean, not in this case. You're but, talking about, yeah. about shaking Yeah, no. Oh yeah, yeah. No. This, I'll this be the first a, to tell you. Boo! I'm fools, Aaron. A uh, yes. hundred episodes of this boy. Huh. Yeah, two fools errands. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll give a dollar to anyone who's but I'm saying, to all hundred of these. If theoretically, so give me a dollar. <laughs> let's say, let's say hypothetically, this show was good or interesting. Right, right. right. Yes. Uh, there's a hey. If you believe in the theory of alternate universes, there is a universe where this is an right. awesome. You're podcast. right. You're right. And where I am a bad guest. Uh, Infinitesimal yeah. as that might be. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what I was even fucking saying. Oh yeah, I was going to say that my mind. Awesome my mind has been changed about uh, this podcast being awesome. No, definitely not. My my mind has been changed about the uh, worthiness of pursuing independent art, and I yeah. have to say it's a little bit. It's been a little humbling because I've been so frustrated by going for. I was so Im- like wildly ambitious at twenty two, and just like really, you know, I had come from a little, you know, community in Chevy Chase, Maryland, where I was treated nicely and was like my, had a sense of being a big fish as now a, he was in the Fletch movies wasn't had a, he a sense Chase? of being I liked that he liked the basketball the, the Los Angeles Lakers I'm trying to think what you sound like when you just did that one maybe you sound a lot like the lolcats guy alright so anyway, laughing out loud cats that's the one well I'm just saying I'm just saying it's like I'm sorry and that's the same character by the way I've been doing to, the same character consistently through the entire episode Sorry to wax, you know, emotional, but I was just, I think this might be helpful to someone if they had my attitude that I now wouldn't have had. Your and newly adopted outlook Yeah, on... I mean, and also, mm-hmm. 10 years ago, it was really different about yeah. the likelihood of it, like, YouTube looked like a joke then. Like, I don't even remember if it was around. I don't, yeah. It, it was around, but I think it was just... Nothing. nothing. Yeah. 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 It was it, laughing out loud, cats. Right. <laughs> so, I'm going to make you get that tattooed on you. I'm, yeah. Good luck with that. 
So oh, I can hook you up. Unless uh, unless when the Obama, Obama camps come, they tattoo log hats on people. <laughs> That's the mark of the beast. <laughs> it is, dude. That probably would be the mark of the beast, would it not? A log hat. Man, I can has Armageddon. <laughs> it would be Hitler. <laughs> so um, I love Andy Hitler. He's so meta. Well, anyway, I'm just saying that like ten year, ten years ago, doing stuff solo. Maybe maybe I'm not a total asshole because ten years ago it looked like less of a sure thing or whatever. But I'm just saying that now I genuinely would encourage people to make their own samples of their own work and not because I really I thought that I was you know playing for the big bet right. Now I can still try to play that studio game and get a show made there, but I'm not going to let it. After ten years of not seeing my own. Um, brain's children exist. Yeah. So many stillborns, right? I'm like, okay, so maybe we'll go smaller. And and it's really rewarding. Like, I'm finding out that it's really not about how, how many people see. Although, since we launched six weeks ago, didn't I? I think I said that we already got more than 250,000 subscribers and we've got more than 7 million. Right. Yeah. So that, that counts, you know? Yeah. It's this and we're all going to uh, die anyway. Yeah. This year. It's this intersection of, like, like I said, the DIY ethic meeting, new technology meeting. Um, hey, we can have cool stuff that has come from a studio system, but we can do it on our own terms. And yeah. so these things are intersecting now, thanks to the new technology. And and you are, you have the YouTube stars who make their own name, and then now you have something like Maker Studios who can bring them to the next level. You know who you should have on your shows on the YouTubes? The Max Headroom. I've been saying that, actually. That's who you should. He's the shit. It, like, how ahead of its time was that? It's a really fucking ahead of its time. At least twenty minutes in the future. Twenty minutes in the future. Wow. Four billion minutes in the future. More <laughs> it's a great. It was a great show. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Correction. The BBC production pilot was a great show. The ABC TV one was not so. You know, I bet you that actor. Matt Frewer would do it again. Matt Frewer is that who it was? Yeah. I always can. I always thought it was Ed. Uh, no. Ed Begley Jr.? No. Ed O'Neill? Yeah. Ed O'Neill? Isn't that the one? From Married Children and Modern Family? No, fuck it. I don't know. <laughs> no, not Ed It looks a hell of a lot more like Ed Begley Jr. than Ed O'Neill. No, neither of those. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But No, uh, it does. This is critical. <laughs> we cannot wrap this oh, up. Oh, Ed Grimley. Mark Short? What? We what? cannot wrap this show up without answering this question. Like... No, I'll I'm never be able to. I'll never. I swear to God. No, you have to not do this to me because yeah. I will. It'll be 20 minutes. What is? What no, is we do gonna, have to wrap up. We do have to wrap up actually because it's 3:28 and we have. All to right. So this is why you take advantage of like the the comment question of the day. If you can think of who Max Headroom looking like, one actor man might be thinking. Matt Frewer. He looks a shit ton like Matt Frewer because he is Matt Frewer <laughs> in in prosthetic makeup. Then leave your comments. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Thank is you. Right. Here. So do I win? Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. A you date, win. A not date, a goddamn thing. A date with Ed Harris. <laughs> but yeah, I fucking thought it was Ed Harris. I like Ed Harris. And it's not, right? It's great. No, it's not. It's Matt. Who had his own show? Frewer. I forgot what it's called. Ed, was it called uh, Max Hedges? It was called Max <laughs> No, he had like a sitcom. I was going to say Dave's World, but that was Harry Anderson. Max's World? Yeah. <laughs> no headroom? <laughs> Boom. All Max, no headroom. Uh, okay, so I, I always think it's good to end on a weak and awkward note. That's, that's the way we <laughs> like, do it Like here. a lot of dates. And... 
Uh, well, thank you for being here. You were here kind of at the beginning of, of this. Before the beginning. Before, yeah, you were... I know. I made the, I declined getting on the bandwagon full force because I as you have learned, a job. As you have learned. <laughs> I missed out. You, look at this. You could have gotten in the ground floor. Now you're trying to recreate the magic. Yeah, it's at true. A, at another company. At some podunk company that just has millions of dollars of venture capital pumped into it and YouTube stars and we got literally we get literally dozens of hits on the show. Dozens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's yeah. your seven million views? Now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm? The best thing about the job though is the is like how fun the writers room is and stuff and just <sighs> working with an environment where it's as it's as like Animal House as a work environment could be. Yeah. It's so fun. Well, it's really fun working on Shaky Town too. Sometimes Brody and I just stare at each other. Stare at each other. Till your eyes bleed. Just stare. <laughs> hour after hour. So what's going to be different about the next hundred podcasts? Well, Gene won't be on a couple of them, so that'll be. You're good. like, well, Gene's off the show. I'm probably going to be. I'm probably going to want to be on those. I'm probably going to be begging to not be on, not not be on them. <laughs> oh, and hopefully, MJ, like you know, you are definitely welcome to uh, come back. And, but you're going to stick it out another hundred. We're here for you're the gonna long. Going to go home. for two. I think Things so. are, we, we talked about it earlier in the week. We we uh, last week we we did uh, new things uh, happening, new yeah. new areas which I'll talk to you about. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk to you about off mic. But um, yeah, and and just assuming that the world keeps spinning and I'm still here. Assuming the Mayans work. Just, You're a little bit concerned, aren't you? Not about um, the apocalypse as much as my own the job sustainability <laughs> in the, job the city, <laughs> right? But yeah, we intend. Someone, hey, you know what? You need a podcast. You need someone. You need someone to be director of podcasting. Boom, that's the man. (laughs) This is true, but we'll talk about that off mic. Um, MJ, we're always happy to have you. Like you, we said, you were with us in the the very start, and been with us in a couple shows. Yeah, thanks for for thanks for pretending I'm somebody, guys. It makes me. (laughs) You're somebody. It gives me fuel. It gives me fuel to keep going. (laughs) We like to have uh, we like to have the the great not so great on the show. And who will the next not-so-great person be? You'll have to tune in to find out. Until that time comes, I am Brody Foster Hubbard. I remain Gene George. I'm MJ Oppen. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. I think we talked about drinking establishments enough this episode to justify closing with this song. Originally done by Peter and the Test Tube Babies... This is a cover of Band from the Pubs by the band Filth. You can find their discography on Alternative Tentacles Records at alternativetentacles.com.